Welcome to our Outsmart podcast series in association with PGM Investments. Here we highlight how investors can navigate today's challenging circumstances and better understand the opportunities created by the new normal. I'm Richard Lander, the director at CityWire Engage, and today I'm happy to be joined by Mike Dix, Chief Economist and Deputy Head of Research at QMA Wadwani, a PGM business, to discuss the ins and outs of liquid alternatives. So welcome, Mike. Let's start by looking at the bigger alternative scene, and we've had billions of dollars flowing into alternatives over the last few years. What do you think is driving this phenomenon? Well, I think the main thing is a recognition that the, the outlook is not so favorable for traditional assets. You know, people are worrying that we've had a good run, equities might be near the top, and more worrying for many pension funds is if I sit there with long fixed income exposure alongside that, that may not offer me a hedge. In fact, it might actually harm the portfolio if we get into a situation where equities drop. So they're beginning to say we need to diversify. We need to find other strategies. And liquid alts would be one natural place to go. So how do you see industry allocations to alternatives playing out in 2021? We're certainly seeing both directly and through the consultants that we work with you know, a, a big surge in demand, if you like, for this type of strategy, uh, where they want to sort of think through different scenarios and perhaps attach probabilities to those. And then within each, you know, explore the type of alternative strategies that is likely to work because you can't go, for example, and take a, a long short equity strategy and expect that to work. Whereas you might find a lot of macro or value strategies might be very helpful to you especially if you're able to short bonds and perhaps short equities in this sort of world with the types of scenarios that might appear in the next year or two. So we're seeing very strong increase in demand. What we have around us now is a very low interest rate environment, and that prompts a hunt for yield uh, and also, has, as you said, has stretched equity valuations to, to rather dizzying heights. So what role is there for liquid alternatives to play in clients' portfolios today? Well, I think some of the strategies, and you know, it covers a multitude of sins, so certainly not all, but a number of the types of strategies that you can put in that liquid alts bucket you know, may turn out to be quite helpful. So we're looking, for example, at the types of hedges that have proven to be successful in the past when bonds haven't been helpful to you with that long equity exposure, perhaps in an environment where equities are going down. So that could be using uh, assets like commodities, which typically have done well in environments where it's higher than expected inflation that's the cause of the problem. Often you see big safe haven flows. So it could be looking at things like currencies, Swiss franc, yen, types of things that people see their money sort of coming back to in that sort of environment. So a whole bunch of the, the liquid alt type strategies can be useful for you in that sort of world. So at the moment, we've got this interplay, haven't we? We've got the central bank stimulus and we've got the widespread rollout of, of vaccinations against the pandemic and, and some hope there. Do you think that alts can access the resultant investment opportunities that come from this background better than long only strategies? Certainly, they have the potential to do so. I think you have to be quite careful within that liquid alts bucket to be looking for strategies that are very agile and very fast, you know, to pick up 
the changes in the environment. When you think of last year, if you've been looking at typical macroeconomic data that come from official statistics and central banks and stats offices that were available monthly or quarterly, they weren't much help to you because the world was evolving so fast, you needed daily updates on things like the number of cases, uh, the vaccine rollout more recently, and then some fast feed through into what that really meant for the economy, that you might be using data like news flow, you know, sentiment data, as opposed to waiting for the official data. So some liquid alt strategies that use that sort of information and are very, very quick to identify changes, I think can be really helpful for you. Some others that are much slower, you know, maybe too late to the party, if you like, to be beneficial. So just to wrap up, uh, what do you see as the biggest downside risks in the market at the moment? And how will they affect the, those alternatives, both in the short term and the long run? Well, I think there's two sorts of downside risks that we worry about. One is, if you like, pandemic related. So it could be new strains that mean that we get a repeat crisis in a perhaps on a in a less severe way, uh, but the type of scenario we've sort of seen play out already, you know, with the hiccups in the autumn and obviously the original spring 2020 sort of declines in the market. Related to that, you may find the second or third time round, you're beginning to see uh, risks materialize that haven't hitherto. And what I mean by that is you, they could act as a trigger, not just for bankruptcies in the private sector, but for sovereign issues. So those sorts of downside risks, I think we know how to play. They're the sorts of things we've seen in even the recent past. The second type of risk, which I think is much more important to worry about, is things we haven't seen recently. And actually it stems really from us worrying about policymakers almost trying too hard, that we may see in the US a massive fiscal ease and associated with that, not a central bank that's trying to keep the overall balance of policy right, but adds, if you like, egg to the pudding or lets rates stay too low for too long and then allows inflation to get out of control. That type of risk, I think, is much more uh, painful, if you like, because you haven't seen it recently and will require some new types of strategies, things like yield curve slope, based strategies or equity sector based strategies that could potentially take advantage of a scenario we haven't seen for 20, 30 years. Mike Dix, Chief Economist and Deputy Head of Research at QMA Wadwani, thank you so much for joining us on the Outsmart podcast today. Thank you for having me. For professional investors only, all investments involve risk, including the possible loss of capital. The views expressed by PGM is not intended to constitute investment advice, were accurate at the time of recording, and are subject to change. References to specific securities and their issuers are for illustrative purposes only, and are not intended and should not be interpreted as recommendations to purchase or sell such securities. Issued by PGM Limited. PGM Limited is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority of the United Kingdom, with firm reference number 193418. PGM Limited is authorized to provide services or operate with a passport in various jurisdictions in the EEA. Prudential Financial Incorporated of the United States is not affiliated in any manner with Prudential PLC, Incorporated in the United Kingdom, or with Prudential Assurance Company, a subsidiary of MNG PLC, Incorporated in the United Kingdom.